Hello and welcome to the House of Cars podcast, kicking off series two of a brand new series. Here's what's coming up today. Aston Martin revealed their Formula One car, Carroll Shelby's own Cobra is heading to auction, and Ferrari will race the hypercar at Le Mans in 2023. All that and more to come. You're very welcome to the show. Carol Shelby's own Ultimate Cobra is heading to auction. The only surviving Super Snake was Shelby's personal 800 brake horsepower monster. After Shelby, any Shelby Cobra that has slightly more connection to the great man than usual generally fetches a fair amount at auction. Heck, the original CSX 2000, the first one Shelby ever built in 1962 and owned until his death in 2012, sold for 13.75 million dollars in 2016 that car's big brother the csx 3178 then sold for 5.94 million dollars in january this year the cobra you see above has also changed hands for millions of dollars on two occasions in the past 15 years back in 2007 it crossed the block at a barrett Jackson auction with Shelby himself in attendance. It sold for $5.5 million then and $5.1 million when the same auction house sold it again in January of 2015. Why? Well, this is Shelby's own 1966 427 Super Snake, one of the two ever built and the only one remaining after the other, a former PR car. Uh, was eventually sold and crashed into the Pacific Ocean. This car, the CSX 3015, started life as a 427 Cobra competition race car, but in, 19, in 1967 Shelby had it made road legal and transformed it into a semi-competition car. At the time, Shelby's engineers did a little more than refit the windscreen though. The 7-litre V8 received twin superchargers for around 800 brake horsepower in the 1960s. A three-speed automatic gearbox was also fitted to deal with the torque, and a year later, Road and Track christened it the Cobra to end all Cobras. It's now up for sale again and will cross the block at Barrett-Jackson's Scottsdale auction next month. So, how much do we think it'll go for, folks, and how much will ha, how much will we have to beg the new owner to let us have a go images uh, is from Barrett Jackson and that was from topgear.com yes you heard it right folks um ferrari will enter a super a hypercar even into um le mans in 2023 for the first time since 1973 ferrari will race in the top class Make it look like this, please. Ferrari has today confirmed it intends to race in the new hypercar class of endurance racing. Fairly seismic news, you'll agree, because it means for the first time since 1973, Ferrari will be competing for outright victory in the WEC and, of course, Le Mans. Oh yeah, it's on. Ferrari aims to enter the series in 2023 with an entirely new hypercar, which will, let's face it, be really bloody special. We're told that it has kicked off the development phase of the new LMH car. 
stuff like design and simulation with details like the track testing program and the new name of the car and the drivers who will make up the official crews to follow in, or to follow in due course. It means another big storage manufacturer is lining up to trade blows in cars that should bear some resemblance to road going machinery. Manufacturers like Toyota, Peugeot, Porsche, Audi and even Glickenhaus um, have all confirmed an entry and it's all shaping up to be an incredibly exciting incredibly exciting racing series. Ferrari itself has a very variable record at Le Mans. It's won the race nine times outright, the last in 1965 with a 250LM. Um, when it was having a massive ding-dong with a little-known outfit called Ford. It's been mightily successful in the GT category too. A 488 GTE Evo won the GTE Pro class before in before in the times before of 2019 and it has claimed the WEC LMGTE Pro title four times. Ferrari president John Elkin said in 70 in, in over 70 years of racing on tracks all over the world we led our closed-wheeled friends our closed-wheel cars to victory by exploring cutting-edge technolo technological solutions innovations that arise from the track and make every road car produced in Marcelano extraordinary. With the new Le Mans hypercar program, Ferrari once again asserts its sporting commitment and determination to be a protagonist in the major global motorsports events. FIA boss Jean Todd added that Ferrari's entry into the hypercar series is great news. I believe in the concept of road relevant hypercars competing in the FIA, WEC and at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. He said, I'm looking forward to seeing this legendary brand taking on, the on this ambitious project. The president of FIA's Endurance Commission, Richard Meal, said, uh, added, we took a lot of risks developing the Le Mans hypercar concept and a lot of effort and perseverance went into defining the regulations so that they capture the spirit of what we wanted LMH to be. And that is allowed for that is to allow for various philosophies in terms of technical approaches and aesthetics for the car. Today we can be satisfied with the achieved results, with Ferrari joining other renowned brands. Ferrari has a long and prestigious record in supercar in sports car racing, rather, most recently winning the FIA World Endurance GT Manufacturers Championship, but also taking multiple overall victories in the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Although. There's still a lot of work to be done. We've already we're already witnessing history being made, and in a few years' time at the FIA WEC grid, uh, in a few years' time the FIA WEC grid should be the strongest ever. In the absence of any official images of the new hypercar above, is an entirely unofficial render. Um, what one digital artist reckons it could look like. Um, and we'll be back after this short break.
Aston Martin returns to F1 as a fully-fledged works team with four-time champion Sebastian Vettel. Despite never having scored a single point in Formula 1 as a factory team, the return of Aston Martin to the pinnacle of global motorsport after an, abs- after an absence of over 60 years is a really big deal. Why? Because it's Aston Martin. It's like the racing arm of James Bond. It's decades of churning out brain-meltingly gorgeous cars. It's Sterling Moss and Carol Shelby and Roy Salvadori and the legendary run of DB cars. Welcome then to the really big deal that is the AM or 21, the British brand's official works entry into the 2021 Formula 1 season. And already it is winning because it is Britain Racing Green. It is British Racing Green, rather. Uh, Taking over the competitive racing point F1 team, previously known as Force India, before that as Spiker, uh, and before that as Jordan, but always as Team Silverstone. Aston Martin is pinning a fair bit on this car, given giving the likes of McLaren, Ferrari and Alpine, nay Renault, uh, something to think about. Not least because it's got a decent engine slung out of the back. Uh, Mercedes AMG's F1 M12e Performance Hybrid V6. Uh, Aston Martin returning to Formula 1 after an absence of 61 years will have a powerful effect on the sport, the media and the fans, explains Aston's new executive chairman, Lawrence Stroll. He's the father of Aston, works driver Lance. Um, the other spot is taken up by four-time F1 champion Sebastian Vettel. You may have heard of him. As you know, the big F1 rule changes uh, will land next year, but 2021 carries a few significant tweaks, of which this Aston is subject to, centred around reducing downforce in a bid to improve the racing spectacle. There's a new floor, a shortening of the rear brake duct wi- uh, winglets and shorter rear diffusers. Uh, the minimum weight of the car has increased from 746 kilograms to 750 kilograms, 752 kilograms too. Um, whether this means Stroll and Vettel will be allowed to have more than one slice of toast, each remains to be seen. Other things have expanded or will expand. Aston has doubled down on its official F1 entry with the announcement of over of a new 200,000 square foot facility set to be built in Silverstone in late 2022. Uh, this will form part of an innovation lab that will inform Aston's road car business and its ambition to put a, suite, uh, a suit of mid-engine sports, car, sports cars on the roads. All of them will be Inspired by the Aston Martin Valkyrie, a car Aston says is central to the product portfolio through the next decade. New Aston exec chairman, Tobias Moores, formerly boss of AMG, uh, said the Aston Martin Formula 1 team will have far-reaching positive effects on the Aston Martin brand, our culture and the design and technology of Aston Martin road cars. Aston Martin has always made beautiful cars, he added. Uh, Now, as we begin a new era of Aston Martin in Formula 1, we'll bring more innovation and more performance. Uh, Moores is a dab hand at that performance thing. The the AMR 2021 
um, will, for the first time, run a Silverstone um, tomorrow before the Bahrain test on the 12th to the 14th of March. Uh, the first race of 2021 of the 2021 season is at Bahrain on the 28th of March. Um, and we'd bank on the team scoring a few, a few, a fair few points this year. Um, just a disclaimer: um, this podcast episode is being recorded a month before um, the podcast is set to be released. Um, I am currently recording this over a two-week period, um, so it is currently the twelfth of March. 2021 this episode will not go out until the 2nd of april 2021 so i just thought i'd throw that in there in case you're wondering um why some of it might sound a little bit outdated um but yeah uh thank you very much for uh tuning in to the brand new series of the house of cars podcast um and i'll see you again uh next week for more of the same Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you then. Bye-bye. House of Cars podcast is presented and produced by Jack Nelligan and is now available on all podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.